Stacy. And I'm Steve. And this is our Cringe Fest. This episode is going to be about Carnosaur. Yay. Oh, sorry, not Roar. No, not Roar. Applause. (laughs) We are, uh, we we had the the pleasure of hosting uh, Henry the Host and Lilith from It Came From a Monster Movie podcast. Right. And our buddy Crystal. Who and our to be with us, yeah. And and you know, again, thank you, Crystal, for not only watching this movie but coming onto the podcast too. <laughs> you know, we we really appreciate you, and we still wonder about how how why you still want to do this with us every now and then. That's okay. <laughs> All right. So, without further ado, here we go. So today we have with us our wonderful Crystal, who we've tried to actually do a podcast with, but lost the the sound and then never got back I, together. I, I'm going to be I'm going to be more specific than that. We've tried to podcast with Crystal, and 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 it breaks. <laughs> She's uh, yeah. We love you so much that 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 our our energy has broken the podcast. Hi, Crystal. Don't mind being elusive. That well, yeah, with the time zones and stuff, it's a little tricky too. <laughs> yeah. Our little Canadian awesome friend. <laughs> and then also with us is the amazing host and co-host of It Came from Another Monster Movie. Or it came from a monster movie. That's our it's, other podcast. It came from another monster movie. <laughs> That's our sequel series. It's our <laughs> Technically, we're in the sequel series. <laughs> Technically, Technically, we are in the sequel series. So we have Henry and Lilith. Hi, guys. We're Hello. here. Good to be here. So excited for this one. We, it's technically the first time Lily and I have been asked to be on a podcast and we both can show up and it's very exciting. It's oh, very wow. Nice. <laughs> I've just then, been uh, doing so much deep dive on you guys. It's like, oh, hey, where am I going with this one? Because you guys have so many movies. And what's funny is a lot of crossover. A lot of crossover with our movies. Yeah, the- well, because uh, I'm a slut for the creature feature genre. And like, you know, uh, fun fact that I'm going to turn your podcast into a quick business meeting with Lily. Uh, <laughs> Lily, I'm talking to Michael about making the Rats uh, Cinematic Universe tour shirt uh, okay. for, for the T public. So uh, we'll have, you know... We'll start off with Willard, and then it'll be Ratatouille, and then it'll be Stuart uh, Little, and then Stuart Little 2, and then eventually, I, what are the, we have some other rat films, but then it'll end with the penultimate Italian classic, Rats Night of Terror, which you guys have to your show. Hey, don't forget Ben, right? You've got Ben in oh, there. Oh, Ben's in there too. But yeah, uh, all 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 rat movies eventually lead to the Italian all, classic, all rat Rats Night of Terror. <laughs> Because that was a, I was like, oh, I remember watching that, and that was, yeah, that was when I started to really love the gore and the craziness, and and it's like, oh, I don't like these scare jump ones that they do nowadays. I just rather, hello, who are you? <laughs> oh, you mean the Italian classic that we gave an A plus on my podcast? Because <laughs> that movie, that movie is a lot, but it's great. I'm. Yeah. It's a fun time. So let, let's go around and get some introductions. Crystal, tell us about you. What do you want to know? 
Uh, let's Where see. Where are you at? We want your 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 zodiac sign. Your your I don't know what the Canadian equivalent of a social security number is, but we'd like to have that. Uh, credit card numbers are also accept, accept. credit card numbers. You can give good. us that code yeah. on the back too. That's good. Yeah, just yeah, so the code on the back is really tell important. Us so that we get to know you, you know, uh, oh, mailing address try. where stalkers could find you. Well, I, I live in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Um, it's, it's a pretty busy city. Um, I work in an animal shelter. Uh, overnight, I guess that's also kind of creepy. That must be um, fun. That's a I dig. Really it's hard. Actually job. Kind of, it's a pretty old place. Is, it's is it's the, hard. It is hard being there overnight. Well, does that mean that you work with the former mayor of Toronto, who was just a cracked out bunch of raccoons in a trench coat? <laughs> you don't. You don't. You've not heard that one. No, you've not heard about that. Oh, your mayor. You had that mayor for a while. I don't know if I'm frozen. You guys are frozen for me. Oh, it's a connection issue. I was like, oh, God, I've offended them. (laughs) (laughs) We can still hear you, but yeah, we're frozen, but we can still hear you. Okay. Crystal, you're frozen on us. So, well, Crystal thaws. Let's let's go to Lily. Tell us us about you. (laughs) Hello, I am Lily. I am oh, a Boston local. Um, I do It Came From a Monster movie podcast with Henry. Um, we've been friends for like two years. I am obsessed with dinosaurs, monsters, girls. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Scorpio for Zodiac sign. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. but Lily yeah. has the best collection of stuff behind her that I think I've ever seen. I love all this stuff. <laughs> Yes, make sure you take a close look on the podcast visual. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It'll be attached to videos to those. It's why people it's why people listen to podcasts because they love the visual aspect of it. Oh, That's absolutely. Why I listen to yeah. It, yeah. 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 How about you, Henry? What's new with you? Besides, I'm... like you've changed your whole life. Moved yeah, I've upgraded my life. Uh because my life is in the shambles. I like dinosaurs. Uh, I've also, I've also been too. hosting. I've also been hosting a podcast uh, for three years. Um, technically, two and a half years because I did retire it. But then one day, Lily was like, "Why aren't you doing the podcast?" And then Lily like literally dragged me out of bed to make the podcast all the way from Boston. Uh, and now we're back and better than ever. Um, you know, uh, when I'm not podcasting or talking to, di- well, I'm always talking about dinosaurs, but uh, I actually <laughs> just got a job at Alamo Draft House uh, here in uh, the upper New- in the New York area. So after this recording, I'm going to start my second shift there as the <laughs> cool. face of the Alamo Draft House in Yonkers, New York, because I they interviewed me and they're like, you're going to be a concierge because you're a delight. And as people found out yesterday, I am. I am quite. Oh, oh that's great. I love uh, now, now I'm thirsty. Especially every time uh, people were like, oh, tickets for Jurassic World Dominion. I just was like, of course I'm going to give you these tickets. I'm a paleontologist. <laughs> Do you want some dinosaur facts? And then they look at me really confused when I start rambling about, like, you know, T Rex can't roar and um, <laughs> alien and seven ton goose, <laughs> dinosaurs take some chicken. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of a dinosaur fact that makes Lily mad. 
Lily, what's something that I like to say? Oh, I'm just right about dinosaurs all the time. And then science catches up with me. Okay. Right, Lily? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What? Exactly how it works. Henry doesn't exactly. just make shit up and occasionally it turns out to be right. Occasionally. Every scientific discovery of this year has been right in the Henry wheelhouse. I don't know uh-huh. what to talk about. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll, I'll hold my breath for the uh, aquatic Tyrannosaurians. Oh, you... <laughs> What do you mean hold your breath for the atomic aquatic tyrannosaurs? That was literally a thing in prehistoric planet. Oh my god. I am That's literally I, how it started with I am aquatic like, tyrannosaur. I love the idea of just a tyrannosaurus like wiggling through the water. They were good yeah, swimmers. <laughs> and not great at the dog paddle, the tail, but right? It's propulsion. Yeah. Lily! <laughs> We are guests on their show. What are you trying to do? No, I love this. I love this so much because we're we're changing our format up at the end of the or at the beginning of the new season, our second year. But this is awesome because we've never had like this. We've always had just what? single guests. We've never A had fight? multiple banter. <laughs> no, I love A it. <laughs> We've never had a download. That's really what we, I I don't know how you get that, but no, no, I'm kidding. (laughs) Uh, I just, I mean, I am famous for the fact that I once emceed a wedding in Ontario. Fun fact. Uh, I emceed a wedding for two of my good friends in Korea who went back to Ontario to have their wedding with their family. And they had me as the emcee, which was great because it was a Jewish wedding. Uh, So all my jokes landed. It's great. Uh, I had just had him rolling in the seats. They told me that my jokes were so good that I should never tell jokes again. Um, (laughs) Once you hit that level, you're at the top of the mountain. That's how how funny it was. I was so funny. I just peaked. Uh, But, you know, everybody was so impressed that only Henry could go at a wedding, at his friend's wedding, be the MC, and within the first five minutes, talk about how wonderful their matrimony is, but at the same time, plug that he has a podcast that <laughs> features every other week with artists, scientists, and musicians within the first 10 minutes. Very amazing, impressive commercial work right there. Was it a wedding or was it a big advertisement? We'll never know. A little bit of both. It is. It was a little bit of both. So um, you guys were so amazing to to give us this one. Um, Steve, would you give us a brief uh, overview of of Carnosaur? No. <laughs> of course I know. All right. Well, okay. This is I'm going to go very brief because I think we're going to go real deep. Well, deep for us after the you know deep in time. Yeah, there's an actual right. line in the movie too. Sixty million years, in fact. That's right. Not even yeah. a full sixty-five. Uh, just for people that haven't seen the movie, just a, a, a little summary, so you have some idea what we're talking about. So this, and and this is completely my take. Um, so it could be up for discussion when you know we finish it. So at least the way I saw it, big chicken. What is this called? Uh, the Unix Corp, the Purex division of the Unix Corp. Uh, they're they're genetically modifying chickens, crossbreeding with ostriches. Well, not even crossbreeding; they're genetically injecting ostrich DNA and stuff 
did you guys think the uh the the uh, uh CEO of of uh Eunice Corp looked an awful lot like James Taylor? A little bit. I could see it. Okay. I just I I thought it was him. I had to go look it up afterwards, but you know, but yeah, it was wrong. Um <laughs> So so things start happening in the in the chicken plant. Uh we get some we get some uh some uh sneezing at at perfect moments that let us know, oh goodness, this is whatever's happening is transmissible all kinds of ways. And everybody's twitching like because it's you know, COVID. So it's like everybody's like Oh, oh I know is that it they're doing just- it on is it just a COVID allegory in the nineties, or is it just a little bit more? It, yeah, well, yeah, you, a, a you, you can tell close. that they were doing it on purpose, but it was just like I'm sure back when before times, it was just gross, and now it's just like yeah, we all know this. We've all seen this story now. In real we know world. exactly. Oh, <laughs> look, the little parts per million. I know what that means now. <laughs> I loved seeing Clint Howard. I like to see Clint Howard in any movie. He's the goofiest looking person in the world. And I just think he does. He pulls it off. I mean, he uh, ate a lot of chicken in this movie. He eats he all the time. He's not Constantly eating. Having he's not, a, always having got some chicken. He has, he has a bucket of chicken in almost every scene he's in. It's very impressive. It, it, it is. It's amazing. <laughs> I thought uh, the first person that gets killed by the chickens was a really nice David Lynch sort of homage. They're going down. He's going down a dark highway. It's very much like Lost Highway. He did the same scene in Twin Peaks, The Return, or whatever that was. Just two lights, you know, in the distance. The guy pulls over. The chickens come out of his very tiny chicken truck. That was a very small. And, I, and I, I was disappointed with that. Not well contained. Right. Right. Even well, they're not the well dinosaurs. contained. They're not well contained. That's why the dinosaurs got out. That's why yeah. the virus. You see, th- that's why this un- well uncontained thing got out, and the virus just started to spread across the communities. And people are like, "Why are all these people in the hospital? What should we do?" And then eventually, they're like, "We should quarantine them." And then, um, yeah, but it's, it's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, the uh, other awkward part of this film that's a little too close to home in the current American climate. Which was? Uh, forced <laughs> pregnancies. Oh, ab- oh, absolutely. Yeah. Aerosolized yeah. forced pregnancies. Carry, you have carry, no choice. Carry to term. Uh, I have a <laughs> lot of jokes for that this that whole thing. oh my this, god uh, especially since the first woman who you know became a forced parent to a dinosaur you know what her name was hmm. thrush oh yeah that's oh, right because right. yeah because she's a bird <laughs> that's pretty funny do you get it do you I, get the allegory i the I one was... that messed with me the most is the 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 doctor when she like because her nails are epic oh you mean laura dern's mom yeah yeah it's her last one yeah that yeah so <laughs> also okay uh, so just just kind of back to the overview let's see the uh uh Human infections start to spread, as we said. Uh, women start having these explosive births of 
dinosaur I, eggs. <laughs> I like uh, the description of an explosive birth. It they were incredibly explosive. It's like those they eggs were, shooting but... across the room. <laughs> I mean, that's how it, it happened works, with right? my fourth child. By that point, it's just like boom, the kid's out of there. You know, but um, drop it like it's hot. Yeah, right. <laughs> And then, of course, in the end, FEMA comes to the rescue and, as our government's just kills everybody. Well, they did come to the rescue in typical American fashion. I was about to say, heavily armed. It's a very Shakespearean ending. Heavily armed and shoot Ben ask questions. It's a very Shakespearean (laughs) ending. Very, very Shakespearean (laughs) ending. Yeah. And then, of course, the one thing that can save mankind is destroyed. Because, you know, that's just the way That's of, what we do. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure they firebombed the city later. <laughs> I mean, not well enough because we did get a sequel. And a, and a, and a, a three, too. Yeah. Oh, and, and a, third, a couple spinoffs. Yeah. And a couple spinoffs where pretty much they took the footage of the dinosaurs right. and put them into another movie <laughs> to make it look like it works. But it's not. <laughs> Some call it a clip show. But, you know, you know. <laughs> I own not that to mention, <laughs> not to mention the spin-offs have pretty much the same plot as this one. Oh. It's like they just decided to try again, but not But so with less again, chickens. Though. Less chickens. <laughs> less chicken. less Sounds crystal <laughs> There are a lot less chickens than, in fact, Crystal in Raptor, one the first time I saw anything related to Carnosaur. Uh, that my dad bought me on VHS tape uh for my 10th birthday and did not realize it was an R-rated film. Um, <laughs> I hadn't had the talk yet. And Raptor starts off with the classic carnosaur scene of the uh, college kids in the Jeep. It's uh, <laughs> kind of the, you know, we when we choose a movie, we use whatever the, the algorithm gives us. You have and, an algorithm? Well, not I mean, anymore. whatever... <laughs> Whatever this, <laughs> whatever this, really, we gotta find out what the algorithm, algorithm tells us, right? I, I noticed the other day the first four on my list all started out with sexy teens go to a remote cabin or something, and it was like the first four. I thought, oh my god! I'm, oh, I'm if on you want, I could get list now. I'm on one. I could give you some lists. I could give you some lists. You guys should yeah. do. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I could give you yeah. some films. I'm, I'm, I'm some, there. there are some YouTube rabbit holes that I know of that never should have seen the light of day, but boy, oh boy, it's a good content. I did like some of the one-liners in this movie. The uh, What do they say? Something about, uh, this isn't a theme park. This is real life. Oh, yeah. The uh, um, Make a Great Theme Park. <laughs> Zing <Yeah>. movie. <laughs> we came up before Jurassic Park. <laughs> I was actually going to ask if anyone had the month that this came out. They actually, it came out on the same day. Oh, you can't! They did it. They did it on purpose. Um, they um, they, they were like, it. maybe people will buy these tickets by accident. <laughs> yeah, so they they found a a novel by Harry Adam Knight. They thought it was like kind of cool, so they based a lot of their stuff off of that from 1984. They got eight hundred fifty thousand dollars budget. And decided in 18 days they were going to make this movie. And then Corman's like, you know, it'd be really funny. And so, yeah, it literally came out like on purpose. So, 
$850,000 is a really high budget movie for Roger Corman. Yes. I mean, it's better budget than uh, flipping the deadly spawn. That's for it sure. is. I was thinking that too. <laughs> And we we did talk about trying to get through all of Roger Corman's movies, and we found out he's made like six hundred and seventy one. You know, Good luck, my crap friend. movies. Good luck. <laughs> Life's too short for me, anyway. Life's too short. Um, Life's too short to watch Roger Corman films. <laughs> yeah. So this one, this one was actually May ni- May fourteenth, nineteen ninety three, in Ogden, Utah, was when it first came out. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's funny because Egbert, uh, Roger Egbert is like, this is the worst movie. And Gene Siskel liked it. Oh, wow. (laughs) A mockbuster is what they called it. And it looks like that's one of the first times somebody's ever called it. I was about to say, is this, is this the origin of the mockbuster? I think it is. I could not find any other uh, references because I'd never heard of that word before. I was like, that's kind of cool. And I couldn't find any reference before this. Wow. That's wow. a wow. So we would not have asylum if we did, if we didn't have Carnosaur. <laughs> I mean, awesome. you can see, you can see like, the oh no, asylum that. like went for the scraps of this franchise. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they, they made gold out of it for themselves. And- and I, uh, Stacey, I like that you brought up the novel because the novel is actually super fascinating. Lily, how familiar are you with the novel? Uh, not at all. And after seeing this movie, um, I'll talk about it a little bit later, but I really want to read the book actually, because yeah. the concepts in this are actually really cool, despite the fact that the uh, execution was not. Do, do you guys want to see how I know Lily's going to read the book? Yes. Hey, Lily, do you know in the book, it's not a T-Rex that terrorizes the town. It's a Tarbosaurus. I fucking knew there was a Tarbosaurus in it. <laughs> I do actually uh, want to read it because of that, though. Yeah, Tarbosaurus does not get enough love. There's Tarbosaurus, there's Altaspinax, there's Scoliosaurus, and there's even a Dilophosaurus and a Plesiosaurus in the book. Yep, I'm reading it. Um, <laughs> Sounds fucking awesome. For those playing the home game, the Tarbosaurus is the Asian version of the Tyrannosaurus Rex, and you can see it in all its glory in the second episode of Prehistoric Planet, uh, The Desert. Very <laughs> cool. Actually, Prehistoric Planet sounds fun. It it's is. So good. It's If you have Apple Plus, uh, mm-hmm. Apple TV Plus, it's a great documentary. David Atterberg talks about dinosaurs, and Lily and I geek about it constantly, mostly because a lot of my theories were shown like swimming tyrannosaurs lilith <laughs> love this well, epic epic fight the, the series the- literally starts <laughs> with a swimming t-rex well we know how far they got with that henry don't we to the other island which is fine you have and to that was as somewhere. far as they got and that they is, never went in the have, water ever again you have <laughs> to start somewhere lilith <laughs> I think one of the other things I really love about this is the writer and director, Adam Simon, did one of my favorite ones, Bones, in 2001. What? Bones with a Z starring Snoop no, Dogg. It doesn't have a Z. It, has it doesn't S. have a Z? No. I thought it had a Z. No, but you have to, if you do it, you have to put in 2001 because otherwise I was about to say, I was, like, I was like, the show? Wrote, Not the one with uh, Emily Deschanel. <laughs> yeah, no, they did. He did the movie, and the reason that we watched Bones was because of Michael T. Weiss, because I am a oh. huge Michael T. Weiss fan. Yeah, Lily, scribble a note. We're doing Bones at some point. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. 
This this yeah. is right up, man. We could, I mean, people Snoop are going to be Dogg too, right? I was about to yeah. say people are going to be scrapping when I describe like, hey, do you guys want to watch a movie where Snoop Dogg's like a vengeful ghost? <laughs> okay, we need right. to do bones. We 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 might actually have to do bones sooner than later. That's, yeah. Uh, so fun fact. I'm kind of guessing with with your you know you guys having background in in paleontology and all that kind of stuff. There's got to be stuff about this movie that just drove you crazy, right? None. To uh, it's it's re- really Will there's you, nothing that made really, you scream you, at the screen you, and. Do you want to talk about it while I grab props, or do you do you want me to lead? Go grab props, and I'll talk a little bit about because I wanted to talk about this. Yeah, and um, please please say the name of the dinosaur because I could not do it to save my of life. Of course, yeah. So um, the two dinosaurs that we see featured in this film are Deinonychus, which is the little raptor dinosaur, which is actually what the raptors in Jurassic Park were actually based off of. Uh, and then we have the big old T-Rex, which is locked in the building most of the movie. Okay, and so we've got... got his visual props. Uh-huh. Oh, very cool. Yeah, because yes. I'm growing my own dinosaurs, everybody. I oh, was because uh, I was looking at it and and they were like, Yeah, it's you called need to notify Little the authorities that, about this. And okay, this an is egg? not a rock, it's an actual dinosaur egg that I have. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. Guys, I'm a paleontologist. I've been on Discovery Channel. I like dinosaurs. <laughs> and Lily and I, Lily and I's whole bond is literally because like I'm I've done the field work and Lily's read the scientific papers. Lily reads a lot of papers because she likes yep. dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That, and we, we intimidate professionals because we know we know our stuff. So how um, did you find this one? This egg? No, no, uh, the, the the movie. Well, the, oh. that's an interesting question, but I also want to know about the egg. <laughs> um, Which came first, the movie or the egg? Uh, oh, no. Uh, I, I had to do The it. egg, for <laughs> sure, because this egg is from uh, the mid-Cretaceous. So, um, But, Lily, because I was away, I didn't have my headphones on. Did you explain to them that, as weird as it sounds, this movie is a little bit more scientifically accurate than uh, Jurassic Park is? I only got as far as naming the dinosaurs. <laughs> oh, only only the fact that they use the real Deinonychus and they call it Deinonychus and they explain that uh, it's proper Deinonychus proportions. Actually, she covered that thoroughly, complete detail. Yeah, there is a, there is a weirdly there's a weird amount of accurate science and like a lot of actual like because you know this was ninety three, so it's not like they knew what we knew today. But uh, they focus so hard on, one, comparing these animals to birds, which mm-hmm. is something that Jurassic Park did a little bit, but this movie really emphasizes it a lot more. And again, going back to why I want to read the book so bad to see what they did with the actual material. Um, but one of the things, too, that I liked is that it describes the first attack from the Deinonychus as similar to a bobcat. And most of what we think of with like uh, raptors and stuff is that they probably were uh, very analogous to uh, like modern day cats in the way that they probably killed things. So that's again, something that like this movie has a lot of good science and good elements in it. 
I mean, yeah, because <laughs> granted, like one could argue like, oh, for the budget, obviously they couldn't have like multiple Raptors. But the thing is, and like Lily and I have discussed this and it's shown recently in prehistoric planets becoming more or a little bit accepting because people view Jurassic Park as a textbook. Raptors, <laughs> dromaeosaurids most likely did not hunt in packs. And if they did, uh, it would be very like it wouldn't be as organized as a dog. Um, like it would be like a bobcat a tiger or leopards like their their role in uh the eco in their environments would be more akin to like a cheetah or a bobcat so the fact that we only have one raptor and it's doing hunting pretty well uh is actually super accurate um so, so quick question because the the mortician guy says that it's going after certain organs um would that be something that a uh because predators usually will go for what they need, but in this situation, they have all the humans that they want, so they can be picky, right? Um, I think they do talk about how, like, there is. I think they did make them a little bit more aggressive. Is that was that a mm-hmm. thing, or am I like filling in the blanks? No, I mean, no, they did, but monster, so, yeah, yeah. It's just they, they, the mortician was saying it was going after the heart and the softer organs, which is what animals of that the, those environmental niches usually do go for because they are the more soft sure, and tender like, like, uh like a bobcat right they, yeah because like you can cat. eat and run versus gnawing on a bone which takes <laughs> yep. time and other people can come in and take your kill and yep. then um unless you're a bear then yeah and, and, also, uh, and the fact that they're not like roaring like the fact that the t-rex doesn't have like a roar roar and has more like a bird call it has a really weird roar. Jade said something. My um, my partner Jade was over actually watching the movie with me before I did the show, and uh, she was saying like, "Why is it? Why does it sound like he's breathing in to make sounds?" And I'm like, <laughs> "I don't know, but it's kind of cool because usually they would just give it a monstrous roar." But hey, Steve, what was your favorite part of the monsters? Oh God! So yeah, I, I, I watched the movie the second time through. I watched it with closed captioning on. Uh, and and it's uh, it might you know I watched it on YouTube, so YouTube just has auto generated close captioning. Yes, it does. They're so good, and it's very <laughs> awful. But the thing I love the most is every time the dinosaur roared, the little uh, close caption said applause. <laughs> I would. I, I was. I think that needs to be the drinking game for this movie. You know, every time every time it says applause, you should clap. Take a shot, you know, wait for the next one. That's, uh, uh, that just so cracked me up. Yeah, Lily and I were talking about this, and actually I only saw Carnosaur for the first time properly um, last year. I was on a uh, Twitch stream from uh, a friend of the show's, Rachel, the horror mom. She does a Twitch stream every like few days where pretty much she does like a mystery science theater commentary oh, on... Cool various horror films she's super great she's been on our show a few times um we had her on invasion of the body snatchers recently which was great because her horror son showed up in some parts of that episode which was really cute um <laughs> but like i had not seen it and i actually saw carnosaur and carnosaur 2 back to back so you get to hear me pretty much go like i cannot believe that i think i enjoy this more than jurassic park scientifically um i was gonna say choose your words wisely yeah (laughs) scientifically it blew my mind and like what's even funnier still is by the time we finished our stream the the actor who played the kid in the sequel followed us both on twitter oh wow um, which is wild 
that's crazy. but speaking of the bobcat i will say i love the fact that the end of the film does feature a bobcat fighting a t-rex which i'm all about <laughs> that uh, whole like machiavellian <laughs> different act kind of bobcat but yeah look they set it up in Act One. They completed it in Act Three. I will say this movie does a really good job of like we mentioned it in Act One. Well, I also do mention like this movie takes the three act structure and goes like, what if we just like everything happened at once? Yeah. So you you have you have the the hippie chick Thresh getting caught by Doc. Then you have the sheriff trying to find the hippie, and you find out it's a whole commune. Which, by the way, I think that's my favorite death scene. Is if you're going to put yourself and into a situation where you chain yourself up to yeah, equipment. Yeah. Don't chain yourself to construction equipment. Yeah. You know, I, there are other ways to protest people, but, you know, talk about a buffet. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Was, I love the scene where uh, he bites the woman's leg off and then just holds it and starts chewing on it. <laughs> like, like, a, like a dog gnawing a bone. Yeah. Literally. Oh, my God. <laughs> The, the rate of growth is is cool because they 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 kind of give it, it in at least in my opinion it grows within the movie at a at the same rate like it doesn't just jump from baby to adult it actually starts to grow I mean it's rapid growth but it it's it's a continuous so as you're going through the movie it the puppet just gets bigger and bigger and bigger which I just assume is closer and closer to the screen. It's it is. There's a lot of forced perspective, but it is it is absolutely wild that this is a really dumb monster movie, but it's also at the same time probably one of the smartest dinosaur movies ever made. Biggest L of my entire life as a fan of dinosaur movies. <laughs> it's 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 so bizarre because like Lily and I love dinosaurs. We'll talk about it for days. Like I have so many notes for like this is literally my villain story where it's just like viral dinosaurs and me just going around going like the earth was not made for us, it was made for dinosaurs. And I want that back. Like this is a perfect world. Um I probably do it in a less like, you know, COVID-esque uh anti Roe v. Wade era style of filmmaking. But uh man, I was not I was not expecting. I like how the doctor at the end actually is also one of the forced pregnancies. Like, because you think the bad guy would would distance themselves so that they she could was watch committed the whole to the show. role. She was she committed was. to the role, yes, and I would do the exact same thing. People <laughs> and like, she's the want- only live birth. Hers, yes. everybody else was the eggs, but hers was the only live birth. And her nails, man, dude, I didn't think she was going to do what she did, and she just ripped herself open like the the, dude that's dedication to the speaking of dedication and genetics real quick because i i mentioned about the fact that this film like stupidly but at the same time smartly like does a lot of like placing in the film that pays off uh the fact that the company is called the unix corporation and you're just sitting here like it's eugenics. This is a joke on eugenics. This is a eugenics yeah. joke. This is this is this is a straight up eugenics joke. This is a eugenics company. Oh my god! Because there's all that like. Because Lily, did you catch the fact that this also has a better genetics plot than Jurassic World Dominion, and it even has the same exact thing because she became a groundbreaking scientist because she created a locust that killed other pests and crops. <laughs> Do you remember like that? that uh, this actually has the plot line that I wish we wanted the plot line we wanted in Jurassic World, where we were hoping that, that the dinosaurs were infecting things to turn into dinosaurs. 
would have been so cool. Um, And then you have those definite Edward, uh, the the guy, uh, like, one of my favorite scenes is the guy who's talking about the genetically modified blueberries and the muffins. And he's literally laying on the table. (laughs) He's, like, pulling it out of the guy's pie, too. I have two like, so I have two notes about that scene, which is this is a sensual blueberry pie pitch, and then yeah, eat it, you sexy senators. Um, Crystal, I heard, was this you? You said this was your first time, first time, first time watching, first time experience. Oh no, actually not. I I think the Killer Sofa one was the first one I watched with you guys. Yeah, you've watched. Oh, I mean, with with, with Carnosaur. You, yeah. First Carnosaur time. Yes, definitely first time. So. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we can watch the other ones together. I know you had to mention that. Yeah, I'm definitely yeah. going to take find, find a moment where we can do it. Because we don't normally do sequels, but we're starting to kind of get into it. Like Carousel the Second we got into. Um, but sometimes we end up watching the sequels first and then going back and doing it. We've we've done only that. because of our yeah. our roll the dice and watch whatever we whatever we find. So sometimes we find ourselves watching a sequel inadvertently. Hey, <laughs> it happens, right? Yeah. Right. Have we done? I feel like I've done a sequel before. We done the original film. Oh, okay. I did. I did Predators. I did the Predator before doing any of the Predator films. Because why would okay. I do the first one? Because um, you would think the would be the first. No, but the Predator like to have a really weird take on why the predators hunt humans. And it was strange, much like this <laughs> film where you're just like, I, what a strange film. Also, I will note, I like the fact that the film does like a really weird, wonderful job to give you like this really human connection with our POC cowboy cop. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. the one character for this film to focus on. And you're most concerned about cowboy cop. And I'm yes, all about and, it. And, and when we lost him, that was, I told I was calling it Chris you you were there you know I called it was like he don't 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 stand over the thing you're about to kill don't don't do that I wrote a note being like that's not how feet work (laughs) (laughs) so what was your what was your favorite saying oh because there's a lot of them for everybody (laughs) a lot of scenes um if, if one comes to mind in particular, did you have a favorite character or like a moment where you're like, I can't believe that just happened? I feel like I was always really rooting for that guy who was like kind of going after the girl. I'm sorry, I'm terrible with characters. Yeah. Oh, you mean the drunk outdoor mall cop? Yeah, yeah he, he was the guy. He's like, I got the serum, and then they kill him. And I'm like, oh, well, okay. He was that's- in risky business. <laughs> Oh yeah. Was he really? What was his what 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 part? I don't know. I've never seen Risky Business. It was just oh. on his IMDM, IMDb. And I was like, oh, that's the Tom Cruise movie. So at least like, you know, he's worked with Tom Cruise and now he's in Carnosaur yeah, being right. a drunk. Um he has Gandhi <laughs> in his shack, which I just find the weirdest thing, because I would never imagine seeing a picture of Gandhi in That Carnosaur. was a little strange, yeah. I did notice that. Lily, what was your favorite scene? Because I know all of the whole movie is your favorite. Yeah, I actually really... So I liked the scene where the raptor was holding the girl's leg and just kind of chewing on it, hanging out. 
<laughs> but my favorite scene is honestly probably the first scene where we see the uh, T-Rex when it's in like the weird laser place. Oh, yeah. Honestly, like, I feel like they went with the effects that they did because of budget constraints more than anything. But I just have to say that visually, that was like a really creepy, cool kind of scene, actually. I, I really liked the aesthetic of like the laser place with the T-Rex. I thought it was weird that they just had the T-Rex like chilling in the basement, but I, who am I to judge, you know? I mean, it's kind of ch- fun to chill in the basement for a while, and then you oh, break yeah? out, and then you go on a rampage. Um, the other thing that really kind of comes to mind is is the egg scene where the guy's like making his wife, like the, the police officer is making his wife an omelet. And it's like, Oh, this egg's weird. Let's crack open another one. And, and yeah. it's like, Oh my goodness. Like I'd be freaking out if I had some green eggs. You know, um, there's going to be a recall. of, of these Yeah. That's, that's, oh. that's a straight up recall. That, that yeah. is a uh, very uh, anti GMO message right there. That would be, yeah. Be a problem. Um, I actually am with Lily too. But for a completely different, a little bit more nostalgic reason why the T-Rex introduction is my favorite scene uh, in the movie. Because uh, I realize that that scene is referenced in one of my all-time favorite animated films, uh, which is uh, We're Back, A Dinosaur Story. Oh, is okay. And a lot of people have, it was actually on one of my lists for like Cracked or or one of those lists was like, one of those movies that you watched as a kid, but no one else watched. I, I own the it. Same time, I own it too. <laughs> uh, Steven Spielberg produced that film because he felt bad for scaring kids with dinosaurs, so he wanted to make a dinosaur film. But remember Lily with uh, Doctor Screw Eyes when he's got them when he's got them back to being feral. That's how he keeps them in. Is that he's got the laser grid around them, much I, like in Carnosaur, where it's a pyramid as well. Um, so I always giggle because it makes me think of we're back a dinosaur story. I don't know if it's like a true connection, but I do find it kind of like, there's a part of me that writes the real life timeline fan service of like, Oh man, I really hope we're back. a di-. Like, cause I really hope that's like on purpose that the professor screw eyes bit with how to handle dinosaurs is a reference to carnosaur. Um, it's just I don't think it is actually. Cause I know it probably, and oh, the amount of time it takes to animate, I really doubt that they would have seen Carnosaur and been inspired. I mean, thanks, Lily. That's what I'm sorry. I'm trying, <laughs> I was trying to offer helpful input and I just totally stomped on your dreams. My bad. I was just wondering when it came out. When did that, that, that cartoon come out? We're back. It was um, November of the same year as uh, this okay. one in Jurassic Park. And these ones yeah. came out in May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but no, it's, it's, yeah, that's my favorite scene. I just, I really, again, it is just really weird because this is such a BB movie, but like the fact that they even bring up the dinosaur highway yeah. and it's filmed in Utah, which it, I really, that might've actually been the dinosaur highway. Oh, wait, do you, did you uh, get the best part about it though? The dinosaur highway from 60 million years ago? Oh yeah. You know, I, you want to explain that whole bit to our, our lovely uh, hosts? Well, I don't know if you guys know, but dinosaurs went extinct 65 million years ago. Oh. So 60 million years ago, there were no dinosaurs walking the dinosaur highway. <laughs> Unless there were birds. But no, what I was also talking about was the fact that the Good dinosaur chicken. highway the di- dinosaur highway is actually a um a, it's actually a national park. 
uh, in Utah, but it is a, it's a famous dinosaur trackway in America. And it helped us prove uh, migration patterns for a lot of Cretaceous era dinosaurs. Is that Uh, one of the places you can find actual like footprints and things? Yes. Yes. There are footprints of a lot of migratory dinosaurs that would go from um, the South, like, you know, the New Mexico, Utah area to uh, Alaska. Yeah, we we actually did you hear just found a woolly mammoth? Yeah, well, um, actually, more reason why you should watch uh, Prehistoric Planet on your Apple Plus. Uh, they have a great sequence called The Frozen World, where they talk about all the polar climates of the di- that the dinosaurs experience, and you mm-hmm. get to see uh, Nankukasaurus, which is the Alaskan tyrannosaur, and one of my favorite Ceratopsians, Pachyrhinosaurus, because uh, Alaska was riddled with dinosaurs. Uh, during the Mesozoic area, which is why we're riddled with oil now. <laughs> Henry, are you uh, getting paid to promote Prehistoric Planet or something? Or? I wish, but I just—I've <laughs> been really wanting to watch it again. I was talking about it at work last night, and I just want to watch it again. To the just- well, anything with David Attenborough, you know that. The- right. Yeah, because that's two Attenboroughs doing dinosaurs now. Because <laughs> <laughs> Richard was in Jurassic Park, his brother. Yeah, that's right. Oh, and then the, there's our Gandhi connection because Richard had a ah. So it's full circle, everybody. We it did. All comes full circle. It all comes full circle here with the Carnosaur. circle of life. Oh, the horrifying oh, circle of life where you can't tell if Carnosaur is a puddle of a film or really, really deep. <laughs> that's like the bottomless pit. It's. It is a uh, clickety clack, clickety clack. That's for sure. So, so what's cool is my father-in-law is on the Nautilus right now with um, Robert Ballard and Nat Geo. Super cool. So he's like so a, he's, a producer or something for Nat Geo, right? Uh, electric engineer. Okay. Television electric. Uh, yeah. He's the one who keeps the links up, but it's kind of cool when you have like some kind of like real connection to a scientist. You're like, oh my god, that's so cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. you have a real connection with a scientist. Well, now I do. Yeah. I have, I have, I have two little colleges in case I have any questions. I love it. My my ten year old self would just like die because I love dinosaurs. But then I found space and I became enamored with astronomy. It's part of the same continuum, you know. Exactly. There are dinosaurs in space. I'm waiting for it. Oh, dude, that would be so epic. Okay, we got to mark that down as a Henry prediction. Have you guys done Planet of the Dinosaurs yet? No, but... uh, Dinosaurs in space! You guys definitely should. Dinosaurs in space! Dinosaurs in space and the the carousel, the... the, um, The... The circus one, the clownosaurus, or well, I always, I always laugh because um, I think Lily, I've ranted to you about this. Why I get so upset with NASA about Mars all the time? It's because they're always like, "We found something on Mars," and I'm like, oh, "Please be fossils! Please be fossils! Please be fossils!" Like, we found water, and I'm like, "No shit, you found water! You keep finding water. We get it. There's water on Mars. I want fossils." <laughs> I want prehistoric alien megaphone. That's what I want. That would that would be so awesome. That was- Stop telling us there's water. We get it. There's solid water and there's liquid water. And there was a lot of water on Mars. We get it. It used to be wet. Now it's not. But where are all the fossils? <laughs> hey, Steve, where are all the questions? The, oh, oh, okay. Steve. So we're, we're all right. We're to that point. 
Yeah, we have. We that have was a very abrupt segue. I'm sorry. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, but but so before we let you go, we, we we're starting something new. When we have guests, I have two standard questions, easy answers, and and I'm thinking we'll compile a database, but but it'll be non-attributable. Okay, so. All right. Because yeah, their answers will be. Uh, let's let's do Lilith. Me? Yes. Yeah, you, Lily, first. All right. Okay. What am I doing? All right. Well, she's the first on my screen. So, so the, these are pretty lame, and and it's, and it's not a quiz. It's just you, me too. Right? I'm also pretty lame. So just, it means uh, all about you. So lamest. So what? fictional character or or it could be an historical que- uh, character or a historical figure would you like to have a beer with someday what historical or fictional henry i don't like that look you're giving me <laughs> who would i like to have the, the problem is is a lot of characters that i like are fucking crazy or like a- evil. that's even better <laughs> or 18 plus and <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think of who would be a good one for this. You might have to come back to me for this. I was going to say, you've already had a beer with me, so, like, kind of. (laughs) But you're not fictional. fictional. It's my reality. Or historical. Yet. Yet. Not yet. 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 Well, have you seen Henry in person? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm going to just go with uh, fucking um, Asuka from Evangelion, because... She seems like she'd be a nightmare time. Don't give me that look at her. She looks like she'd be a nightmare time, and I'd get right along if I got drunk with her ass. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Question two. And 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 in this one, we're looking for like like two or three one or two word sentences. You don't have to describe this whole experience. Okay. Okay. The the question is, um, Describe the most embarrassing time you shit your pants. And I'll, and I'll give you mine, okay? As, all right? So, so, so mine is uh, uh, just, just in short phrases, um, uh, uh, Vegas, drunk, uh, on the uh, walkway between New York, New York, and the MGM Grand. Well, that's more than three words. But I'm yeah no it doesn't have to be three words but but three I'm more you know, I'm more fascinated <laughs> I'm I, more <laughs> yeah Lily don't recall having shit myself ever I have definitely peed my pants multiple times in my life but I actually don't think I have shit myself before wow we applaud you you're a perfect you, person. We all suspect it. I I can vouch that I am most certainly not, but I do appreciate. Man, I don't. I I have simply managed to dodge the uh, the shitting of my own pants. Which is like this question. That's quite an achievement. Lily's never going to eat anything I make them ever again. Now (laughs) I'm just going to stuff it with lax today. (laughs) Oh my god! It's amazing how many times Taco Bell comes up when this. You know, with this this particular. You've never shot your pants. Not even like farted. Not even like a little bit. 
like a I mean, really I, I'm wet. sure I'm sure I've done that, Stacey. But not I'm not sure not to that. an embarrassing point, right? Yeah, it doesn't so. have to be like obvious, obvious. But it was I mean, I'm sure I've been like in my room and I think it's a fart and it's a little squirt. And I'm like, oh my god! And then I have to run to the bathroom and change really quick. But I don't think I've ever like. But that's like, like I've never yeah. been like on my dream date. And I just happen to have that fucking burrito that I shouldn't have had. You know, I've never had anything fun or exciting like that. I don't think you're allowed. I do not think you're allowed to tell me that whenever you're on a date with Jade, because I might just text you being like, hey, have you shit yourself yet? I take back everything I just fucking said because I forgot anything. I think we need a countdown clock, right? No, I just. It's been 12 days, 36 hours. 22 years. Whatever. The red. red. 27. What the fuck am I saying? 22. All right. Who wants to go next? Henry. Henry. Chris. Henry. Want to talk about when you shit yourself? Oh, I can. Any time of the week. I could tell you about all the most daring places I've peed myself and shat myself. But <laughs> Crystal, I think she, I talk a lot. So Crystal, Crystal. So, so, so Crystal, historical Spirit. figure, uh, uh, fictional character. Who would you want to go have a beer with? So it's hilarious that you guys are talking about Apple TV. Because I was binging the Dickinson show. So I think it would be really cool. To, to have a beer with Emily Dickinson. Like she seems like, well, I'm sure there's a portrayal and obviously it's a little more modern, but she seems like a pretty kick-ass woman. I love that show. I hate, I I hate myself it. for loving it. So. <laughs> it's good. It is good. So you're ready for question two? Yeah. So, so I guess, are we doing minimal words then? Just break down. Up to you. Yeah. Up to you. Well, you know, all I'm saying you is sing you it. don't have to go into a lot of detail. <laughs> okay, well, well, Burger King and uh, public toilets, uh-huh. explosion, it was bad. That's a good one. That's a really I feel like good that's a, I feel like that's a haiku. Is that a haiku? <laughs> I didn't count the syllables. <laughs> I think that's a haiku. You could turn that That'd into a haiku. That would be an epic. I think, that, I think that's a really good haiku. <laughs> well, thanks. Okay, Henry, your turn. A haiku. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. These are the you're, 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 uh, uh, you're drinking fictional character or historical, historical figure. Or fictional character. There's a part of me that actually, like, so fun fact, uh, Gandhi is actually one of my biggest influences in life. Um, Wouldn't it be cool oh, to have right, a beer right, Gandhi? Uh, I know. Like, I'm, I like to walk drink a beer. <laughs> Um, go out for a steak and a beer with Gandhi. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have a. I'll go out for a beer and a steak with Gandhi because that sounds like <laughs> what he would do during his hunger strikes. Um, Is he not also vegetarian? I'm trying to. Think I don't think who, he ate me. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I would who exactly I would go with. Um, I think. Oh, now I'm feeling sentimental. I think the only person I really want to have another beer with is Lily. Oh, well, you'll but, get that uh, chance again. I and know. I am real, fortunately. Yeah, but... Um, oh, we're not playing this game again. Um, <laughs> you know what? I think fictionally, though, I think my uh, for a fictional character I'd love to get a drink with would be... Um, oh, my God. I cannot believe I'm going to be this nerdy, but... I've been watching it, and I actually would love to have a drink with Captain Rex from Star Wars. Yeah, uh, okay. yeah. 
because he's one of my all-time favorite Star Wars characters, and I love Captain Rex. I love him in Clone Wars. I love that they explored more of him in Star Wars Rebels. I love the fact there's uh, talks because the actor who played Boba Fett in Book of Boba Fett is actually open to playing Captain Rex uh, in live-action adaptations, and I really hope he does because I I think Rex is one of my Rex is one of my favorite non-force wielding characters. Oh, that's, so yeah, that would be great. And I'd love to talk about the war trauma that he experienced <laughs> during the Clone Wars. Um, I always laugh because I was talking to someone recently about like, oh, but isn't the Star Wars Clone Wars a cartoon? I'm like, I just watched a four-part episode arc about the banks of the Galactic M- the Galactic Senate. Like, it's a really intriguing political thriller about the state of the banks in Star Wars and how the <laughs> banks were running out of money to support the war for the Separatists and the Republic. And I'm just like, I cannot believe that I'm watching this right now. <laughs> Economic theory like, of Star Wars. Like, the last episode does have like lightsaber battles and star battles and all that jazz. But three episodes before them is mostly them in the Senate or at the bank being like, what are we going to do? This is the bank! <laughs> um, place I've shat myself. Or just just a, a, oh, an, an embarrassing. This, this is actually this. I I might have messaged Lily about this, but this did happen quite recently. Um, Subway, the restaurant, <laughs> the restaurant, uh, Subway, dog walk, dog walk, not enough time, could not cross the street. Oh, I think bush. you did tell me about this. Into a bush at Public Park. Oh, never that's looked, a nice never, twist. Yeah. Never look back. Light of day. <laughs> broad daylight. No hidden. Broad daylight. <laughs> broad, broad daylight. Very confused dog. <laughs> uh, of why I threw her in the car, but I went back into the woods. Oh. <laughs> so. And though, and I, and you know, just for more of the joke and more of the unabashed honesty slash, I have no shame. Uh, I didn't get those boxers back. <laughs> They're still there to this day. We're gonna have to pour one out. Pour one out for <laughs> really for the blue boxers I got at Target. <laughs> those poor, poor bridges. It was not good. That sandwich did not sit well for me. It was not a fun experience. <laughs> not a fun experience for me oh goodness hey this has been so much fun thank you yeah, very thank very you. much I can't wait to watch another random dinosaur movie and just like start messaging you going dude what because th- you know where did Stacy shit <laughs> was that, was that? <laughs> you know, I've never have not made her answer those questions I think Carl Sagan would be an awesome person to have a beer with. Um, Better choice than me. Uh, but um, I did it at work. Um, That's hard. Uh, was it hard? Was it hard? No, it wasn't. I wish it was because it'd be easier to clean up. Exactly. Um, I uh, I don't. Was this when we were I... on the phone the other day? No, no, that was, I made it to the bathroom for that one. Okay. (laughs) Um, I don't remember. I think it was just like, I had gotten food poisoning two days before. And um, I do believe it was Mexican. 
but it wasn't Taco Bell because I, I can't eat stuff like that. Um, but uh, I was at work and I thought it was a fart and it wasn't a shark. It was just a straight up. I was like, thankfully, I, I, I had a corner office so I could just like waddle myself to the bathroom. <laughs> I rinsed out my panties as best as I could and then just put them in my pocket soaking wet. And uh, what is it when you go underwearless? Commando. I I went commando for the rest of the three hours of work. (laughs) Thankfully, it didn't get into the pants, but I was like, I was. Okay, now, Stacey, we try to keep this to just short little sentences because nobody has to go into that much detail. <laughs> hey, I <laughs> like to help I, Look, this is good content. It means that your listeners know that they get what they get and that they have very reliable and honest people that they get to listen to <laughs> while driving to work. Because sometimes you do think about like, you know, there were books about it as when we were kids. We Everybody poops. Too. We were <laughs> Everybody poops. Yes. Even podcast hosts. <laughs> Even podcast hosts. Especially I have to say, I keep, I keep extra pair of pants at work just in case. Just Smart. In case. That's good. That's, Smart. A, that's like a good uh, good Boy Scout, always prepared sort of. When I go to Alamo Draft House tonight and they're like, why do you have a second pair of pants? I'll be like, just in case. I can't wait to hear how you're, this is your first night there, right? Second night. Second, second okay. Night. All right. Night two and they're already a delight. That is oh, that's amazing. They love I was thinking that about is. that that Adam Sandler movie where um where is it Daddy's Boy? Is that what it is? With Adam Sandberg, and he's always has to have those extra pair of underwear just in case. <laughs> oh, he I always like, like caresses them. <laughs> I have to look into that. That was one. good to come prepared. Hmm. That is. Oh goodness. Well, thank you everybody. Really appreciate you taking the time and, and yes. this was a whole lot of fun oh yes thank you guys so much for having us yeah this was yeah. so much fun this was i love getting any excuse to watch bad dinosaur movies <laughs> really now I'm, I'm telling you next time we come across one just with the algorithm i am so dming you and just going oh my gods dude have you seen this one please you probably please. have <laughs> uh planet of the dinosaurs you can turn the recording off whenever i'm just gonna list fun dinosaur movies yeah that. keep it yeah Planet of the Dinosaurs. What else, Lily? Oh, The Last Dinosaur is always fun. The Last Dinosaur is one of my favorites. Wait, have you guys fan, seen The Last Dinosaur yet? If you're a fan of uh, Rankin Bass's The Hobbit, the actor who played Smaug is a big game hunter who has hired a bunch of scientists to hunt the last Tyrannosaurus. Okay. I'm a uh, fan of everything Rankin Bass ever did except The Hobbit. Well, because it tit. was just awful. <laughs> tough, you- tough, tough tit. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, oh, Legend of Dinosaurs and Monster Birds. I still need to see that one. I Lilith Bean. So Lilith no. Bean. Just in, in, in conversation with Lily. Oh, Tammy the T Rex. We we had some some email exchanges <laughs> because I didn't want to screw her name up, and. And I have learned that she has no history in the in the pre nineteen sixty Japanese monster movies. What? 
Wait, what? Like the Godzilla, Rodan. Oh, yeah, no. Lily hates giant monsters. Yeah, okay. I don't like giant monsters. Lily, ha- okay. Lily yeah. doesn't like giant monsters. Lily's never seen 12 Anger Man. Lily's never seen fucking Casablanca. Lily's never I've seen. I've never Susan seen Bay. Casablanca. I'm with you. I don't know how you guys are film critics. Five. <laughs> How Wait, do you I don't think you're allowed to talk about film. This I don't like, need to see it because everybody talks about that's that movie, and it's like, well, I already know what the movie is because everybody talks about do the you, damn thing. Do you know no, the movie? You don't, you don't. I, I don't. Just it to, is the most perfect three act movie ever. I've never seen it, and I don't know anything about it. I know literally nothing about the movie. Humphrey Bogart so is not the greatest human being, but man, oh man, is he one of the greatest actors of all time. Is that so, the plot line of the movie? Yes, that's yeah. the plot line of the movie. Of God's He's awesome. So have you seen a, a Nymphoid in Dinosaur Hell? No. Oh, Nymphoid Barbarian in Dinosaur Hell. You need to watch a Nymphoid oh, Barbarian a dinosaur in Nymphoid. Dinosaur Hell. All right, it, adding this to my list. It it really is. That was a Lily, real you're gonna awful be, movie. Lily, you're going to be disappointed. It's yeah. not as much fun as you think it's going to be. Oh no, no, Nymphoid, there's nothing as fun in about like a wood Angel. nymph or or something. It's, oh, it's not uh, what you think it is. no. Oh, not like uh, nymphomaniac or anything. Yeah, like that. no, it's, really it's the '90s version of Oh, here's a great dinosaur film that you guys should do for the show. And if you want, you could definitely bring me and Lily on because I would love to talk about it. And I don't know if Lily's ever seen it, but we would be so down to do the Whoopi Goldberg vehicle, Theodore Rex. Just putting that out there. We'll <gasps> I, haven't no, I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen that. You guys haven't heard about Whoopi Goldberg being a cop in the future where the future is filled with dinosaurs and she has to work with Theodore Rex to solve a murder? Oh my god, no. It's a Jim Henson nightmare. It's a Jim Henson nightmare film. Think oh my god, it is dinosaur. It, no, it's the dinosaur. It's the dinosaur from dinosaur. Whoopi a cop. And if you learn read the history about it, it is a absolute delight. Oh my god, so I'm looking at it right now. Oh, I am so just yeah, this has yeah, to either be... Theodore Rex or Tammy the T-Rex. They're all great. They're all, there are no such thing as bad dinosaur movies. Just bad dinosaur movies with bad dinosaurs. Because <laughs> we were joking about not the mama the other day, because you can't talk about dinosaur movies and not talk sure, about yeah. the epic friggin' show Dinosaurs. <laughs> I, I love that show. That show is like that and Alf were my jams back in when I was a kid. Goldberg said the only thing Whoopi Goldberg has ever said about the film is that she regrets having done it. And her <laughs> only quote about it is Don't ask me why I did it. I didn't want to. <laughs> it was all because of an oral agreement that she could not back out of and she actually <laughs> sued the uh they that she was actually sued when she tried to get out of it <laughs> i i think bogart said the same thing this. about casablanca didn't he? <laughs> casablanca and theodore rex are the same level of cinematic caliber i'll i'll say that on a podcast okay so there you go there's your end clip right there, there we go got it Got it. <laughs> Thank you right, again, folks, guys. Thank you very much. This Thanks. was no just way too much fun for a Sunday afternoon. It's yeah, for sure. Uh, oh, I my goodness. <laughs> Me too. All right. We'll see you guys all later. All right. Sounds like Ciao. a plan. Take Adios. care. Bye-bye. Man, what a shit show. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> that was fun. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Crystal Crystal came in with a great story and 
I got some dino facts that just were wow. I was, I mean, I know they're both paleontologists, but wow. I am just like, yeah. I'm kind of fangirling out about the paleontology because, I mean, who doesn't love a good dinosaur story? And unfortunately, it's an audio podcast, but uh, Henry did show us some pretty cool artifacts that he's got. I, I, I should have asked him how much that egg weighs. Well, it'd be a lot because it's really just a rock, you know, because it's a fossil. No. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, the fossilized dinosaur egg and then a replica of a T-Rex embryo. I think that was really. I asked him where where he got it. He hasn't answered me yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> All so right, well, we should, cool. we should uh, get out of here and go do something else. Well, you know, we always have time for the weekend. The week, just, just weekend, not to be just, confused with the... Yes, not to be confused with the or a or... Or the, you know. the pop sensation the weekend or, or any other weekend. This was like a weekend like no other. And we actually did record this and, and watch this on the weekend, which I thought was absolutely hilarious because we <laughs> normally podcast during on a Monday. So uh, Cringers. That's coming up uh, next week. I think this it one is first. Yeah. And uh, we chit show. Uh, we magnific. It wasn't really magnifique, but it was French. Yeah. Yeah, no, I thought I thought I I really liked it. It, it was uh, it was. It only took you how many decades to watch? It? Yeah, I guess about five. <laughs> you know, something like that. All well, right, you're in for a treat. But thank you for for hanging out with us, uh, Crystal. And it came from a monster movie podcast. That was that was absolutely a blast. Thank you again, guys, and. Until the next time, cringers, keep that algorithm guessing and never being afraid of just clicking on that movie and seeing where it takes you. This is Stacy. And this is Steve. Good night, children.